It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, It's So Simple. Our scripture reference today is Hebrews chapter 9, verses 23 through 28. As always, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of His Holy Word. Thus it was necessary for the sketches of the heavenly things to be purified with these rites, but the heavenly things themselves need better sacrifices than these. For Christ did not enter a sanctuary made by human hands, a mere copy of the true one, but he entered into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God on our behalf. Nor was it to offer himself again and again, as the high priest enters the holy place year after year with blood that is not his own. For then he would have had to suffer again and again since the foundation of the world. But as it is, he has appeared once for all at the end of the age to remove sin by the sacrifice of himself. And just as it is appointed for mortals to die once and after that the judgment, so Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Would it help ease our collective conscience to recall we've been here before? That is, the church has struggled in times past. We've had troubling circumstances surrounding leadership and doctrine. The church's ministry has shifted before. And we haven't always aligned our priorities with Jesus. It was a great blessing to me to read comments from some early church leaders There is much reflection on the writings we have from them. It's interesting to read how their theological wheels turned as they helped define our faith. Thousands of years later, we still share belief and tradition. There's also the same kind of frustrations. People weren't always willing to grow with the church. To use a word most of us know, there was backsliding. Christians would profess a faith in Jesus and carry on with their lives like nothing had changed. They would curse each other and plot against one another. Let's go back even further. The New Testament epistles are mostly written to faith communities with problems. There's dissension, false teaching, quarrels, injustice, and rivalries. Let's remember that people will always be people. That helps me be less uptight when the church faces those same issues today. No, that doesn't excuse it. And that doesn't mean we don't address our struggles. 
The question is, how are we going to address them? If you're reading Hebrews, the answer is clear. It's thought the believers who read the epistle were in turmoil. For the most part, their grapple was with a mix of dubious faith and apathy. Sound familiar? So what is Hebrews' response to that? Jesus. Every bit of the entire letter or sermon draws us in to see how lofty and better the ministry of Jesus is above all else. He has redeemed us. My dad's a preacher, too. When we talk after a worship gathering, he'll ask me, what'd you preach on? Every time my corny response is Jesus. It sounds simple, I know. I'm not asking us to neglect other important or difficult matters, but I don't want us to lose sight of who and what makes us who and what we are. Our Christian identity cannot be just in name. As God's church, we don't circle back to Jesus. As believers, we aren't called to include Jesus in our lives. It's in him we live and move and have our being. Remembering that is the only thing that's going to get us through these same old struggles and difficulties. Stay blessed. Now, before you go, let me make sure you know I love you and you are a blessing to me. Thanks for listening to another note. I hope it helps you live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Let me know if I can pray with you and help us reach others by sharing today's devotional or leaving a review wherever you listen as a podcast. And finally, make sure to check out the website at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.